Hi, I'm Anna Conchar. I work two days a week and run a multi-million dollar online business. I also have my MBA and I am a mom, foodie, and avid traveler. I started this show to teach you how to monetize the skills, knowledge, and passions you already have so you can put life first instead of work. Making money doesn't have to be hard or complicated or require you to grind 24-7 when you focus on the right things, and that's exactly what I'm going to teach you. So if you're ready to have more time, money, and energy to do what makes you happy and really live life, you are in the right place. Let's build your million-dollar side hustle. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited for today's episode, and I'm also just excited for the holiday season. This is my absolute favorite time of year, and I'm soaking up as much of it as I can. But in today's episode, I wanted to share with you some questions that I recently got. So last month, I had the privilege of being the expert inside of the Kajabi community. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Kajabi, it is the only software that you need in order to create and launch and sell and also be able to serve all of your students when you are creating an online course membership or coaching program. It is the number one software that I recommend to all of my students because it truly can do everything that you need for this online knowledge-based business model. And it's where I have all of my opt-in pages, sales pages, All of my products are all housed in Kajabi. And even though it might not be the least expensive product on the market, I truly do believe that it is the best. They have great customer support. They really do try to make building this type of business and making money as easy as possible. This is not a sponsored episode. I'm just a huge fan. And I have been using Kajabi for years. That being said, if you do want to check out Kajabi and see if it's going to work for your business, definitely head to anaconchar.com slash free month. And there you can get a free 30-day trial. So last month, I was asked by the Kajabi team to be their featured expert in their community. And I have to say, I was so excited because in 2019, I attended the, I think, only ever in-person Kajabi conference in California. I was pregnant with Lauren at the time, and they had literally like every big name in the industry speak at this conference. And it was absolutely phenomenal. When I went to it, I was nervous that the content that the speakers were going to cover was going to be very high level. But the majority of them really over-delivered, gave specific strategies, 
It's truly one of the best conferences I have ever been to in my career. And while we were there, they shared that if any of us who were in the audience hit the $1 million mark by the next Kajabi conference, we would get to speak on stage. Now, I don't know if they were just, if they were planning that or not, but it was said. And I was like, yes, I am doing it. I am making it happen. In the next year, I'm going to hit the seven figure mark. At that time, it was April 2019. So it was a year after I had launched the Advisory Insider Pro program. And I had already done over $250,000 in sales. So I was like, I can do this. Let's go. And what was great was that a year later, I actually did hit the million dollar mark. But a year later was when the pandemic started. So they didn't have their conference and they haven't had an in-person conference event. That being said, I am very thankful that I got to be a part of this expert series that they do inside of their Facebook community. And, you know, the majority of people who are in their community are building their online businesses. They are selling courses and memberships and coaching programs. And that is exactly what I specialize in. And they asked me to come in and really answer questions about how to use sales funnels, how to use paid advertising, and how to sell to cold leads. So while I was part of the community and the expert series, their members got to write out all of their questions that they had for me. And there were some really, really, really good questions. And that's what I want to share with you in this episode. I want to share some of the top questions that I got asked by their community members and share with you my answers. Because I think that, you know, if one person is asking it, there's probably another hundred who are wanting to know the same thing. So that's what I'm going to do in this episode. And let's dive in. So the very first question was from a member who said, everyone loves my program and the information on my sales page. They are so excited and willing to enroll even when they get on the sales call. However, they hear the price of $497 and they back out, even though this program could save their life. Can you please help me convert my sales calls into paying clients? So the first thing that I said was, and then I want to offer you is no matter what you guys price your programs at, whether it's $7 or $7,000, there's always going to be an objection to the price from someone. I see this all the time. We have discounted things and people still complain about the price, right? So I just want you to know that you can't let that scare you from pricing your product appropriately. And when I say appropriately, it needs to be based on the value that you're bringing and also how much it's costing you to get a sale so that you are profitable. Now, the other thing when it comes to pricing and really just selling any program is that if someone is not buying, if they're so excited 
people are hyped up on your webinar or on your sales call, and then they hear the price and they are not buying, that means they are not seeing the value. It means that you have not made a strong enough connection between what their pain points are, what they want and desire, and how this program is going to help them bridge that gap and get them the results that they are wanting. Okay. People go and spend $497 at crap at Target. They will buy your program, especially if it could save their life. But they're not going to buy your program if they don't see that value. And it's your job to show them that value. Now, besides connecting the pain points that they have and the wants and desires and showing them that your program is going to help them get the result that they want, another thing that you can do when it comes to overcoming that objection of price is value stack. So what that means is when you talk about what is in your program, you list out all of the things and the value it is or the price that it would be if they bought them individually. So for example, like in our Powered by Passive Academy VIP program, you are getting all of our membership content plus weekly coaching plus weekly ad support, plus individualized feedback on coaching on all of the pieces in your sales funnel, plus a whole bunch of the other stuff more. But if I am selling that, right, I'm saying, hey, if you went out and hired an ad agency to help you with your ads, you're going to be spending a minimum two to $5,000 each month just for them to manage your ads, not including the ad spend. Also, if you want to hire a copywriter to write your sales emails for you, it's going to be a minimum $6,000. So already, just with those two pieces of, I'm going to review your sales emails and give you recommendations, and also you're getting Facebook ad support, right? Just those two things. If you went out and bought them separately, they're going to cost you a minimum $11,000. That does not include the other dozen things that are included in the VIP program. But when you join the program, it is this price, which is so much lower than if you went out and did these things individually. So that's what I mean by value stacking. You introduce all of the things that are included in your program. You list out the value of them or the price that they would be if you bought them individually. And then you say, this entire thing is valued out, for example, $10,000. But you can get all of this for only $497 when you join this program. So that's a great way to overcome that price objection. Now, the last thing that I want to say on this question is that if someone is coming in, they're excited about your program, whether you're selling it through a webinar or sales call, and you give them the price and they don't purchase, it may also be because you're not giving them a reason to purchase now. So we are human beings and we have to be given a reason to buy now. We have to create that urgency. 
I love giving the example of like health and wellness. We all know we should eat better. We all know we should probably be exercising more. But a human who, even though we know that, might not actually do it until we're given a reason. Like if we go to the doctor and they say, hey, you know what? You're pre-diabetic. Oh, wow. That's a reason that I can't just sit on this and that I actually need to eat healthier and exercise more. Right? Humans need a reason to take action. So if people are excited about what you're offering, or even if you don't hear that because you're offering through a webinar, no matter what you're selling and however you're selling it, you have to give people a reason to buy now. This is why places like Target have literally sales every week, I feel like. It's like Labor Day sale, Memorial Day sale, Valentine's Day sale, Easter sale, Black Friday sale, you know, Columbus Day sale. It's like all the sales possible. And it's because they have to get people to take action. That doesn't mean you have to do a sale. There are other ways to create urgency. And we teach that inside the Powered by Passive Academy. But no matter what, you do have to create urgency with something to get people to buy now. All right. That was a great question. And there was a lot into that, which is why I wanted to share it with you. Hey there, friend. If you're enjoying today's episode, can you do me a quick favor and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on? The more reviews we get, the easier it is for others to find the show, which is my goal for putting this podcast together. I want to help as many people as possible build successful online businesses, and your ratings make a huge difference in helping make that happen too. I appreciate your help so much. Thank you, and now let's get back to the show. So the second question that I want to go over is about creating a customer journey. So the person who submitted this question said, I've spent the last three years creating freebies and tripwires, low-ticket offers, mid-ticket offers, and a flagship program with different tiers. And now I have lots of routes into my business that I'm struggling to map out a customer journey where they don't get too many emails or repeat email sequences. So the question was, how do I best manage a customer journey when there are multiple potential funnels and they may or may not have purchased things along the way? Is there a way to simplify this? And I share this question with you because I see this a lot, a lot on online businesses. and. There is this mentality that we almost have to offer something at every level. Because if we aren't offering something at every level, then we feel like we are missing out on an opportunity for a sale. When in reality, when you're offering low ticket, mid ticket, and a flagship program, you're actually eating into your own sale. What I mean by that is that 
someone who's actually interested in your main offer, your big offer, might not wait until it is accessible or the right time for them. Instead, what they might do is buy that low ticket offer or mid ticket offer as a replacement. So this is called cannibalization, right? And basically, you're eating in to your own sales. Because unless there is a huge dramatic difference between your different offers, then most likely people who would choose your flagship program or your signature program, not necessarily today, but maybe in a week or a month or a year, are instead deciding to go for the cheaper offer. So if you have multiple funnels and multiple offers, what you need to do is you need to look at which funnel is converting the best. And then you need to optimize it. And then you need to think about what is the one main thing that I want to sell. Because when we overcomplicate things with lots of different funnels and different products, we aren't focused enough to make one thing really good. My recommendation is to have one funnel and one offer and scale it to a minimum $500,000 to a million dollars each year before you add on another thing. It is better to focus on one thing and scale the crap out of it than try to create all these different offers that are appealing to all of these different people wherever they may be at. It's better for you to have one signature thing that you are selling. And yes, people might not buy it right away. It might be a week. It might be a year. We've had people on our email list who literally have bought after sitting on our email list and getting all of our emails for over three years. And then they finally buy. But that's what you want. You want people to have the desire to eventually purchase your signature thing. When you give them other options, then you're cannibalizing your own sales. People are going to choose the cheaper option instead of the thing that you actually want them to buy. And when you're running multiple sales funnels, you don't have the bandwidth to optimize all of them. So then they're all just mediocre instead of being amazing. So if this is you and your business and you have all of these different things and different avenues and different offers, I strongly recommend simplifying. Simplifying is the key to success. One funnel, one offer, and then scale the shit out of it. <laughs> all right, the next question I want to share with you is about hire a marketing agency. So this question was, if you are new to paid online advertising, is it best to hire a marketing agency? And if so, how do you find and compare them? Now, I think this is really important to cover because I am such a huge believer in using paid advertising for growing your online business. That being said, 
if you're going to go out and hire a marketing agency or even a freelancer to run your ads, you have to be in the position where you can spend thousands of dollars each month. Because if you are going to hire an expert who really understands this online industry space, you're going to have to pay them anywhere between $2,500 to $5,000 a month just to manage and run your ads. That does not include the actual ad spend. So you have to be in the position where you are probably able to invest at least five to $10,000 for your advertising strategy and implementation if you're going to go out and hire a marketing agency. Now, the problem with that is that I believe in paid ads, right? But I also know that a lot of us don't start in that position, that we're able to do that. We're able to invest that five to $10,000 a month. But I also realize that in order for us to get to the position that we do and are, we're capable of investing that five to $10,000, right? We actually need to use paid ads to scale our business so that we are in that position. Kind of like which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? And this is why inside the Power of Ed Half of the Academy, I am so adamant about us helping you understand paid ads and offering you that support. So whether you are a basic member or a VIP member, you are going to get paid online advertising support. Because unless you have a huge audience of 100,000 people or more, you need a way to get your offer in front of lots of lots of people. And the best way to do that and grow fast is using paid ads. All right, the next question that I want to share with you is about the sales funnel and email sequence. So this question said, I am learning paid ad strategies. I've set up my funnel for my webinar, which is all amazing stuff. But I've been avoiding a follow-up email sequence. Can you please tell me the importance of this and point me to the easiest email sequence for post-webinar? Now, the reason why I want to share this question is because I think for the majority of us, writing sales emails is actually the hardest part of building a sales funnel. I specifically remember when I wrote my first email sequence for the Advisory Insiders Pro Program, it literally took me hours upon hours upon hours, and I was second-guessing myself so much. And I want you to know that that is 100% completely normal. Because if you think about it in school, we aren't taught how to write sales copy, (laughs) right? That's not what we learn. And writing sales copy, it's very different than writing, you know, a essay. (laughs) So if this is something that you are nervous about or you are having a hard time completing, please know this is totally wrong. That being said, 
Learning how to write sales emails is one of the best skills that you will ever learn as a business owner. And I actually feel extremely confident in my ability to write sales emails now. But it is because I have had so much practice over the last five years. It's like anything else. The more you do it, the easier it gets. I can sit down in a day and write out 20 sales emails now. Part of it is because I have had so much more practice. And then part of it is because I really now understand who my audience is. Now, going back to the question, can you please share the importance of the follow-up email sequence? It is so important. Do not launch a sales funnel without a follow-up email sequence. Your webinar is super important. It is where you connect with your potential clients and customers. It is where you share your story. It is where you show them that you understand their pain points and you also understand their wants and desires. And you and your program are the thing that's going to help them get the result that they want. And it's where you introduce your program and where you can answer questions and overcome objections. And that is all amazing. But your email sequence is what then takes them from, okay, I've heard about this, this sounds amazing, to actually going to your sales page and buying. Your emails are where you share, again, your story. You share any testimonials you have, any case studies you have. It's where you talk about overcoming those objections that people have again, right? This is where you are able to continue to connect with those people who are on their edge of their seat about to buy. You cannot skip the email sequence. Learning how to write sales emails is necessary when creating a high converting sales funnel for any program, course, membership, coaching, even if you're selling services, you mean to do this. You cannot skip it. Again, this is why in our Power by Passive Academy VIP program, we actually audit and review all of your sales emails so that you can be confident that what you're putting together is going to convert people into sales. Now, I do want to add on to that. Even after your sales sequence, your, after someone has opted into your webinar and they've gone through your funnel and they don't purchase, email is still really, really important to nurture them so that they eventually do turn into a sale. Writing emails is a skill that you learn and you learn it by doing it over and over and over again. But if you avoid it, you are leaving so much money on the table. I can almost guarantee that if I email my email list, I can make money like that. And it's because I serve my email list every week. We nurture them even after they haven't bought. My email list is the core thing that drives sales in my business. So do not avoid learning how to write sales emails, 
how to write nurture emails, and how to connect with your audience via email. And again, you learn this by practice. Start now when you have 100 people on your list. If what you write is silly, who cares? It's a lot better to do it now than when you have 100,000 people on your list. So do not avoid it. All right, those were the main questions that I wanted to share with you in this episode. There were a lot of great other questions, but if this sparked anything for you or you would like to chat more about this, definitely send me a DM on Instagram at Anna Conchar. I love doing this coaching and this is why I love all of my programs so much because this coaching is such a core piece of it. And I think this is really what makes the difference between being successful and not having someone to bounce ideas off of and getting that feedback that you need as you're thinking through things in your business. All right, friend, stay ambitious, stay warm, and I hope you enjoy this holiday season. I'll see you next week. Hey there, friend. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, then you have to check out the Powered by Passive Academy. It is my monthly membership program that teaches you how to make passive income every single day by building and growing your own online course or membership. Join me over at poweredbypassiveacademy.com to learn more and get started today.